0: Hello and welcome to the adventures of Superman from OTRGold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at
0: shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash offer. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne. Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
1: Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P.E.P. Pep.
0: Kellogg's Pep, the Sunshine Cereal, presents The Adventures
1: of Superman. Today, as the Man of Steel rockets through the air in search of Sam Robbins, the XGI, and Doc, his newfound friend and benefactor are treacherously trapped in an old barn between roaring flames and a gang of murder-bent
0: hate-mongers. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, uh, which is it? Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a button? Well, you might get any one of those three kinds of prizes in your next package of Kellogg's Pep. And are all three kinds smooth. For instance, those bird pictures... Each one's in brilliant color with a description on the reverse side, so you get the real lowdown on these high flyers. There are 24 pictures of birds in all. And then you can collect seven different models of famous fighting planes, all made of colored cardboard and easy to assemble. And the comic buttons, 18 different bright colored buttons to collect, each picturing a favorite comic strip character to to pin on your jacket or your beanie cap. That makes 49 different prizes in all you can collect, one in each package of pep you open. And all of them are super to go with Pep's super terrific flavor, which is saying a lot because that sunny, full-wheat flavor of Pep is really out of this world. Each spoonful of these crisp golden flakes tastes so downright wonderful that you have to keep yourself from gobbling them down. So ask Mom for Kellogg's Pep the Sunshine Cereal. And remember, look for the prize inside your package.
1: Now, the adventures of Superman. Falsely accused of shooting his best friend and war buddy, Sam Robbins was being driven to an upstate jail when the police car was ambushed by a gang of intolerant bigots who vented their poisonous hate on Sam, whom they called a foreigner, because he attended a church different from their own. The young ex-GI was about to be lynched when one of the men, known as Doc, suddenly realizing what a cowardly and un-American act he was participating in, helped Sam to escape. The two took refuge in an old barn, but the shots of their pursuers set afire the dry hay in the loft... And the ancient wooden structure began to go up in flames. Sam and Doc started to leave, only to discover that they were trapped by the lynching party, which had surrounded the burning barn. Listen, look out! They're shooting through the door. Dirty cards. Sam, look! The roof is on fire. Yeah, this place is going up like a matchbox. Uh, I must have been crazy to listen to those fanatics. I deserve to die for getting you into this. Oh, forget it, Doc. We all make mistakes. It just leaves a kind of sour taste. That's all. But Japs tried for three years and couldn't nail me. And then I come home and get it from my own countrymen because they don't like the way I part my hair. Well, that's life, I guess. The Question is, what do we do now? I don't know. If we go out, we'll be a clear target for that bloodthirsty gang. If we stay here, we'll be roasted to death. Looks to me like we're between the devil and a deep blue sea, Doc. The meeting is open to suggestions. Look out, Sam! The beam's going to fall. Yeah, and then comes the roof. I'm afraid this is it, Doc. Sam Robbins and Doc await the end. Superman, searching the highway between Metropolis and Grant City, has finally discovered the missing state police car in the bushes beside the dark detour. Swiftly, he rips the ropes and gags from the two troopers in the bottom of the car and learns what happened. Now, wait, wait, wait. Don't both of you talk at once. Just tell me, did these fellows who ambushed you take Sam Robbins away in a car? No, they walked him into the woods. These woods right here? Yes, the dirty rats said they had a grave all ready for him. Have yeah, they. Well, look, you men wait here. I'm going after them. Up and away! Don't see anyone in these woods. Just hope I'm not too late. Wait a minute. What's that fire up ahead? Better look into that. Away! Uh Uh-oh. Barn's burning. It'll collapse in a moment. Quick, Scott, Sam Robbins is trapped there. And another man. And there goes the rope. Down to them. Down! Down! down into the blazing inferno, Superman seizes Sam Robbins and Doc, whips them under his cape just as the flaming roof crashes down upon him. Shaking the debris from his shoulders, the man of steel rockets up through the flames with Sam and Doc sheltered beneath his cape and plummets down on a nearby hill overlooking the sea. There we are. What were you fellas trying to do, get a suntan? Oh, we, we'd given up the ghost. You saved our lives, Superman. I'm glad I got here in time, Sam. Hey, now, how did you know my name? I've been following your case. Don't believe I know this man, With you, though? Uh, my name is Waters. The people around here call me Doc because I'm a veterinarian. I see. I'm one of the cowards who started out to lynch, Sam. Oh? And I didn't deserve to be rescued. You should oh, have done it. don't me... listen to him, Superman. I'd have been a dead duck long ago if not for him holding those muds off with a gun. I get helping... the general idea. You can give me the details later. What about those fellows hiding in the woods down there near the burning barn? Are they the lovely characters who tried to put on the lynch party? Yes, sir. They're oh, probably scattering into the woods trying to get away. Oh, don't worry. They won't get far. I'll collect them and turn them over to a couple of state troopers who are going to be very glad to see them. You two wait here for me. I'll be back in a few minutes, and the three of us will hop back to Metropolis. This dirty business must be cleaned up before something much worse happens. Up, up, and away! And well, that's story, Mr. White. I... I mean, Superman picked up Dean Carter and his hate gang and turned them over to the state troopers. Good. You should have heard Carter and his crackpots yell about how their rights as American citizens were being abused. I wish I had heard them. I'd tell them a thing or two. Murderers and bigots, that's what they are. Than which there's nothing lower on this earth. Well, go on, Kent. Uh, What about Sam Robbins and that fellow Doc? Well, Sam refused to prefer charges against Doc, so he was released. He'll testify against Dean Carter and company at their trial. Swell. and Sam... The state police agreed with Superman that Sam would be safer in the city jail of Metropolis, despite Governor Wheeler's idea to send him upstate. No, that's fine. You know, Kent, I still can't understand the governor having sent him to Grand City. Everybody knows that's a hotbed of hate and intolerance. Well, that's exactly why Sam was sent up there, Chief. Well, what do you mean? The powers that be wanted him to be lynched. What powers that be? Governor Wheeler or George Latimer or maybe both. You mean big George Latimer, the Uh state political boss? None other. The governor told me that he and Latimer talked over sending Sam upstate. Uh, for Sam's safety, they said. Uh-huh. And I've since found out that Dean Carter is one of their political lieutenants up there. Well, Wheeler or Latimer could have tipped him off that a state police car was bringing Sam to Grant City. Now, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Kent. You're making a serious accusation. Just because the returned GIs accused the governor of practicing racial and religious discrimination and awarding jobs, that's well, no reason... to he is for... practicing discrimination, and so is Latimer, who's in charge of patronage. They'll do anything to get the veterans off their necks. That's why they shot Joe Martin, or had him shot, and framed Sam Robbins for the shooting. They had Martin shot. Are you out of your mind? Not at all. The obvious purpose was to discredit the non-Protestant G.I.s who want jobs by charging that the vet organizations are led by hotheads and radicals who won't stop at anything to make trouble. But would they go so far as to... Look, Chief, look. Latimer said he saw Sam pull a gun during the veterans' demonstration at the Capitol, didn't he? Yes. All right. Several G.I.s who were standing right next to Sam swear he didn't pull a gun. And besides, the location of the bullet indicates that Joe was shot from a position straight ahead and a little above. Mm. That could only mean the Capitol steps, where Wheeler and Latimer were standing with their police guard. All right, all right. But how can you explain away the fact that the very gun used in the shooting was found in Robin's house in his room? Easy. It was put there by Lippy Williams. Lippy Williams? Sure. The clarion reporter who was murdered? Right. Right man who wrote those rotten stories about Sam and the veterans. But why? Oh, now, Chief, in case you've forgotten, the clarion is the mouthpiece for the governor's party. Oh, I know that. I know that. But for the newspaper to stoop so low... Well, anyhow, that doesn't prove your fantastic statements that the governor or Latimer shot Martin, framed Sam Robbins for it, and then deliberately sent Robbins upstate to be lynched. No, you're right there, Chief but I expect to have the proof very soon. Oh, oh you do. Mm-hmm. You do. And how, may I ask, do you expect to get it? From Governor Wheeler. Governor Wheeler? I had a little conversation with him before I went to Grant City. I think I put the fear of the Lord into him. By this time, he should have heard that Sam's lynching did not come off. So, at any time now... At any time what? I expect a break, naturally. Now, look. The only break is in your brain, Kent. It's cracked wide open. Oh. Uh, now, stop playing detective. Knock out the story about the lynching. I want a two column spread for page one tomorrow. Morning. Just a minute. Yes? Is Mr. Clark Kent there, please? Kent? Yes, hold on. Uh, you, Kent. Oh, thanks. Clark Kent speaking. This is John Briggs, Mr. Kent, Governor Wheeler's secretary. Oh, yes, Mr. Briggs. This may be it, Chief. What? The governor wants to know if he can see on a very important matter. Well, you certainly can. Where and when? Could you come to the Capitol at once? I realize it's rather late, but this is quite urgent. What is it, Kent? Yes. Just a minute, Chief. Oh, uh, yes, yes, I can make it. That's fine. Oh, by the way, the governor suggests that you come to the side door of his mansion. The side door, if you don't mind. The side door? Yes, I gather that this matter is extremely confidential. Yes, it certainly I'll is. I'll be at the door myself to let you in. Okay, I'll be there in a few minutes. Excellent. Oh, Mr. Kent, if you'll respect the governor's confidence and not mention that you're coming here, he'll be very grateful. I won't mention it, and I'll see you in a few minutes. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. (coughs) Well, what is it, Kent? This is either the break I was expecting, Chief. Yes. Or it's a trap. A trap? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, what do you mean? I don't know. I'll know more in a few minutes. The trailer's getting warm, Chief. Very warm, indeed. See you later. We'll return in a moment for the tense climax of today's episode. So
0: stand by. You know what, gang? Well, right now, instead of even mentioning that swell cereal, Kellogg's Pep, I want to talk about something else. Your sports equipment. Uh, for instance, your bicycle and your baseball bat and glove and your, uh, you know, your hockey stick and your skate. Things like that. Uh, Do you have a special place to keep them, a place to store them when they're not in use so that they're not in the way of the other people in your family? You see, I've just heard about a mighty serious accident that happened to the father of a fellow I know because of carelessness along that line. And I know that you wouldn't want anybody at your house to suffer because you left your things about in the hallway or on the stairs where they can trip people up. So, speak to Mom about it today. Ask her to help you find a safe place to store everything of yours that could possibly cause an accident. Oh, and uh, one one thing more, gang. Be kind of careful yourself. I mean about rushing around so and running through the house and up and down the stairs. Take it easy. That's the idea. Play safe.
1: Clark Kent has arrived at the governor's mansion on the state capitol grounds. Going to the unlighted side door as directed. He is admitted by Briggs, the governor's secretary and escorted to a library on the second floor. As we join him now, Governor Wheeler has just entered the room. He nods to Kent as he signals Briggs to leave, and carefully closes and bolts the door behind him. Taking a position near the fireplace, the state's chief executive addresses himself to Kent. Forgive me for keeping you waiting, Mr. Kent, and and for bolting the door. I I must be very careful. Careful, Governor? Yes, because I... I, You see, I... Well, I have something very important, and... uh, extremely personal to, to reveal to you before, before what? Well, you see, Kent, I, I'm about to commit suicide. Stunned, Clark Kent is for a moment unable to move, as Governor Wheeler's startling words echo in his ears. Well, you, you see, Kent, I, I'm about to commit suicide. What is the meaning of the Governor's startling statement? Can he be serious? Tomorrow's episode tells the story in swift and exciting fashion. So don't miss it. Tune in same time, same station.
0: And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep.
1: For excitement, the adventures of Superman. (laughs)
0: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time by Kellogg's Pet, the sunshine cereal. <laughs> Say gang, here's a famous name that brightens up your breakfast. It's Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. Kellogg, as in Kellogg's shredded wheat. What a treat. Tender plump biscuits, Full up with natural nut-sweet flavor and toasted just right for extra crispness. But that's not all. Kellogg Shredded Wheat Biscuits are just the right size, made to fit the bowl. And there are 15, 15 biscuits in every package. Each one full of swell whole wheat nourishment. Ask Mom to get you some Kellogg Shredded Wheat. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.